Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. I'm John Norman in Candy, where I am thoroughly enjoying not being on a six-hour coach journey. On today's show, we were here from England's number three wicketkeeper, Joss Butler. Happy to back wherever for the team. I'm sure the coach and captain will have a clear idea of what direction they see that moving forward. But yeah, it's down to me that to make sure I'm prepared to bat wherever and you know, make sure I'm playing well. More of that later as myself and Gareth Batty try and pick the bones out of a team performance that has led to some seriously tough selection dilemmas. We will also hear from another England fan freshly arrived from a few days down on the coast. We stay in a hotel just north of um, Gaul. And we got the training. It dropped us right outside the stadium, which was, I must admit, I, I'd like to think I booked it that way, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no monitor lizards, tuk-tuk drivers or friendly Sri Lankan hoteliers today, I'm afraid. But don't let that put you off. And if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's tour of Sri Lanka. You're listening to Following On. Candy Lake, the setting again. I'm sure you can hear the tuk-tuks in the background. It is, uh, at once, on one hand, a beautiful scene here, slap bang in the middle of Candy, this wonderful lake where the animals and the wildlife are protected thanks to the uh, Buddhist culture that surrounds this country and this part of the world. Um, it's beautiful to look out. Very dark green water. There's uh, some colonial buildings on the horizon. And, uh, yeah, so it really is a picture of calm. Unfortunately, it's surrounded by the M25 and uh, you get your lungs full of soot at the same time you're marvelling at the, uh, the sights to behold. Myself and Gareth Batty strolling back from town. Um, a couple of ducks just in the way as we walk past them. Uh, Gareth, a couple of days out from the second test match. We don't have quite as many questions about this test match as we, or the makeup of the England team as we did at the start of the first test match, but certainly there's... There's a, there's a feeling in and around the side that has come about um, through the successes of players like Sam Curran, Ben Folks in the last test, um, that has led to almost not quite to a changing of the guard, but some very big names are suddenly, if not on the outer looking in, Stuart Broad for the last test, Johnny Bairstow, albeit through injury, Chris Wokes, of course, um, you'd feel he might play if it wasn't for Sam Curran. But um, it's going to be a balancing act, isn't it, for Trevor Bayliss and the management team to just make sure 
that team harmony is maintained throughout what is actually with this horses for courses almost approach to team selection by Ed Smith, that could actually destabilise the, uh, the very fabric of the side. It's a difficult thing to get right. Um, and so many different teams and managements have got it wrong over the years. Um, there's, a, there's a rule of thought in cricket that um, you can rotate your fast bowlers. I'm yet to see a fast bowler that's performing well that wants to rest. No chance. The only times you maybe want to rest is when you're not performing so well so that you can get yourself back to where you want to be. Um, the one thing you, you look at now, people don't want to be missing out in this England team because everybody who gets a goal is actually coming in and performing extremely well. So the key to it is getting people on the sidelines, still doing everything that is required, being happy for the guys that are playing. Um, and if, if they get a goal at some point, they're in a good headspace. The problem with what's happening at the minute, you've got a ripple effect with people missing out and very good players, uh, that maybe some of the, the lesser-named players or some of the lesser players that are maybe not as confident have that hit um, in their mental uh, sort of, well, performance uh, that's going to that's gonna be required at some point. Um, so that's a, it's a real big management thing. It needs conversations. It needs people to know where they're at. The physical stuff is pretty easy, but the mental side of things and keeping people onside and mentally attuned to what is required, very, very difficult. Before the first test match, Matt Pryor was very vocal about the fact that England are creating a problem that they don't need to. You know, by bringing in Ben Folks ahead of Joss Butler as wicketkeeper, essentially, not only is Johnny Bairstow um, going to have a new challenger to his, to his role, it's going to put Joss Butler's nose out of joint as well and that was before Ben Folks hit the century that surely would keep him in the side because if he'd done anything less then Johnny Bairstow would have come back in and we'd all kind of forgotten about this situation um, as things stand though as great as it is for Folks uh, and as great as it is for England with a win under their belt that they would not have got in all likelihood possibly if Folks hadn't scored that century it's, uh, it's created uh, a problem within the side for, uh, for both Bairstow and Butler. Johnny Bairstow uh, is still a doubt for this second Test match. It's not for sure he's going to return, but the feeling is he could well do. Joss Butler spoke to the press today and was in conversation with uh, well, that man, Andrew McKenna. A first away win for the team since October of 2016. Do it down in Gaul as well. Very special. Yeah, very special. Um, yeah, I think a real test of sides is going away and winning abroad and um, it's you know, been much talked about England haven't done that uh, for a while and um, I thought it was a brilliant performance in goal, you know, very complete performance um, there's some very disciplined performances as well and as I said before some, some courageous uh, performances so it was a fantastic win for the team and um, no, rightly so, we enjoyed it On a personal point of view, a couple of 30s for you how did you feel? I felt very good. Um, frustrated not to go on, really. I think um, had a nice partnership going in the first innings with Ben Folks, and um, yeah, one of those periods you know drinks is coming, and you actually, you'd probably play the over a little bit differently to how you would if you were just uh, in the middle of a session. So uh, that's disappointing. You know, someone of my experience, and so it's you know, a, a silly mistake. But uh, yeah, I felt in good touch, and I actually really enjoyed the, the different style of cricket, facing lots of spin, and um, yeah, it was an enjoyable uh, time in the middle. There's a perception in around the team that the number three position is still available. Is that the case as far as you're aware? And you're, you've been mentioned as a, a potential man to fill that vacancy. Would you fancy it? 
Uh, yeah, I, do, I think in, um, you know, in the immediate future in, in this part of the world, um, you know, what number you bat necessarily doesn't uh, change too much as to how um, you know, the, the game will be presented in front of you. I think you're uh, 90% very likely to start your innings against spin. It's going to be a spin-orientated game. and um, So what number you bat necessarily isn't going to change the style, but uh, yeah, I'm happy to bat wherever for the team. Um, I'm sure the coach and captain will have a clear idea of what direction they see that moving forward. Um, but yeah, it's down to me that to make sure I'm prepared to bat wherever and um, yeah, make sure I'm playing well. Do you have to do anything different batting-wise out in Sri Lanka compared to what you, maybe you would do at home? Um, yeah, I think so. I think the rhythm of the game, that's something I sort of noticed when I started my innings. It felt quite frenetic. Um, it felt like the bowlers are very on top of you. The, you know, obviously, the rhythm of the game is different with spin. Um, you know, the overs being much quicker. Um, you know, suddenly, you face three or four balls in... Uh, 30 or 40 seconds and um, whereas you know, back in England if you're facing the overs are a lot longer you've got more time to gather yourself in between uh, balls so I think you know getting used to the tempo probably making sure you do things on your own terms I think that's something I tried to do is slow the tempo of the game down and actually sort of play at my pace as the as a batter um, so I think just finding that rhythm and um, sometimes I think depending on what fields sides go with you might have to take a little bit of a risk earlier on in your innings a sort of calculated risk as um, I think we saw Joe Root do you know, a sweep and then a run down and, and hit over the top and suddenly had two guys back where it meant he was able to um, you know, work singles and get off strike a lot easier so that, that just a few different rhythm of the game I think just watching you and some of the other boys in the nets this morning batting with a half bat called a technique bat what's the thinking behind that and, and how much difference does it make um, hopefully it doesn't make too much difference if you're finding the middle of a big one or a small one. But uh, I think you know we, we practice a lot, um, you know, little things like that. Try and make the training not monotonous. Um, try and um, improve our skill levels. You obviously got to be a lot more precise when you're batting with half a bat. Um, so yeah, just little challenges like that. Um, you know, I quite enjoy batting on the outfield or finding a real uh, rough part of the wicket to, to bat on as well, just to you know get used to potentially the slower surface or playing out the rough that kind of thing so I think we're always um, as professionals you're looking at ways to improve and and in different techniques in practice you can find to to keep it interesting and fun as well we've got to talk about wicket keeping you came out here as the backup Johnny goes down injured but you don't play in the test match how did you feel about that Oh, I did play in the test match. No, I'm, as keeper, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not too bothered, really. And, of course, um, you know, knowing that Ben Folkes was coming out, he's obviously a fantastic wicketkeeper. He's been on the um, last winter, the, the winter tours, as the backup wicketkeeper. And, um, you know, so whether as I am the backup wicketkeeper is not as probably as clear as that as being on the tour. So, um, but, no, I wasn't too disappointed. Um, no, obviously, I haven't been wicketkeeping since I've come back into the test side. Um, but you know, as on a personal level, I think it, um, it's probably just a, a reminder of you know the level I need to get to if uh, I am going to be um, the number two wicketkeeper or whatever. And, and also for me personally, looking at um, my game as a as a whole, just individually away from you know Test cricket or one day cricket in isolation, it's just a, a good reminder that you know someone like Folks, who's you know is a fantastic wicketkeeper and um, you know probably rightly talked about as the best gloveman in in the country, he's the the level that. You know, myself and, and other guys around the country uh, need to aspire to get to. Was there a conversation between the, maybe you or Ed and, or you and Joe about that? Or was it explained to you why Ben got the nod rather than you? 
No, uh, Joe just said that uh, Ben's going to play um, and he's going to keep wicket. Um, you know, that's simple. I'd, you know, it doesn't bother me. Um, you know, I knew that if Johnny's fit, I wouldn't be keeping anyway. So um, no, I'm just happy to be in the team. It's you know, very short while ago test cricket was a mile away for me so i'm um, just delighted to be in the team and I'm really enjoying the the role i've got in the side at the moment just finally then we're back at Paler kelly we were here for the one day test match this time looks like it could be a bit of a different looking sri lankan side obviously dinesh Chandimal ruled out what are you expecting from them I'm expecting a strong response. Uh, I think we came here in the Sri Lanka favourites for the Test Series. Um, no, I think, um, no, the wicket probably didn't break up or spin quite as much as we thought. Maybe in goal it probably played a, a bit better than um, we thought. Um, no, home advantage um, playing here. We know the pitches can spin. We saw the series they played against South Africa. The, um, very... Um, you know, quick games in the sense that it spun from the outset. So uh, we have to be aware of that. Um, you know, obviously, we prepare for the opposition accordingly, but we, you know, we have to build on what we did well in Gaul and uh, keep things in-house. We have to adapt on Wednesday and, and play accordingly to the pitch. Um, but we go into it confident, having played well last week. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Josh Butler speaking to Macca there. Look, it is interesting, isn't it? You know, it's, it's a bit of a slapdown in some regards, and it also brings into focus Butler's role. Now, during the summer, I couldn't believe what was, I was hearing at times. Ollie Pope, a case in point. Ollie Pope, who had a couple of test matches against India um, and has been surplus to requirements for the next two test matches. He's going to go and play for the Lions. I think that's a positive thing. Uh, hopefully the player does too. But uh, essentially... Ollie Pope was played at four against India for two test matches and Joss Butler played as a specialist batsman at seven. Now, with the decision to bring in folks ahead of Butler as wicketkeeper, the spotlight will very much be on a guy who speaks very well um, to perform. And surely 
he's going to have to perform higher than at seven or six. Yeah, I think if you're in the team just as a batsman, there's an awful lot of ex-players and, and the pundits around the world will be saying, how can, you, how can you be playing consistently batting at seven as just an out-and-out batter? Um, it, it's sort of it's one of those things that uh, players feel like you're having your cake and eat it sort of uh, position. So particularly now, uh, the number three position hasn't been nailed down by Moen Ali. Um, Moen Ali, Ben Stokes, both sort of spoken about in that role. They've both got second strings to the ball that England need. I, I mean, you, realistically and ideally, you, you want somebody that's just got the one string to his ball getting pushed up into that uh, that position. Don't get me wrong, I think they can all bat there. They're, they're wonderfully talented and they've all got their own individual way of playing. Absolutely. And they've all done it on the big stage consistently. But um, the selection dilemma is is a bit of a nightmare. Um, you look at the, the, the very best teams throughout history. The young players come in and they'll bat at six and a senior player steps up. This, uh, this hasn't happened and isn't happening which I think is possibly the wrong way around. Yeah, I'll go with that. OK, so let's hear your 11 for the second Test match. Um, Jennings and Burns, of course, at the top of the order. And then immediately it gets a little bit more difficult, doesn't it? Root at four, Stokes at five, Butler at six. Uh, Ali still your number three? I, I would personally push Ben Stokes up to three because his technical prowess... Um, against the newer ball is is maybe just fractionally tighter than Moen. Mm. Um, and I think Moen, whether he likes it or not, has got so much on his plate, being the leader of a, a spin three at the minute, is it still going to be three or is it going to be two, which is even more on his plate if it goes down to two. Um, I, I think he needs to concentrate on that. And I know that's not his preference. Um, he thinks he's a good batter and he is absolutely a very fine batter. But I think the the team need him to just concentrate and keep performing quite brilliantly like he did in the first test with the ball. OK, so it's Stokes at three then, Root at four. Uh, who's at five then, Butler? I think Butler's going to have to go to five. Um, for me, certainly capable of batting there. We, we saw him play in the summer against India uh, and came into the team with a great effect. But like I said, at, at some point... There's got to be a little bit more asked of him and, and a little bit more um, responsibility he's got to take on. Um, we see him do it in the one-day team brilliantly. He takes on all that responsibility and it, it, it allows the guys up front to play in such an expansive manner because he can play as required in those middle overs. So I think we need him to just do that a little bit more in Test cricket. OK, we're just about to try and cross... Uh, one of the busiest roads in all of Sri Lanka. Oh, we've got the help of a police officer. Thank you very much, sir. Very, very well appreciated that. We live to fight another day. Um, OK, so it's Butler at five. So does that mean Ali is at six with folks at seven? Or am I missing somebody? Personally, I would go folks six. Um, it's where he's been batting quite a lot with Surrey. Um, he can he can be that pivotal player then in the in the middle of the innings, which allows Moen to play the situation. And if he sees fit, if England aren't going so well, and he wants to go in and take the game to the opposition, batting at seven, you can do that. If he feels that no, okay, the situation is that it's pretty flat. There is no danger. I'm going to spend my 
my sort of early part of my innings um, getting used to the pace of the pitch and spending a bit more time, he can do. So basically, he dictates the pace of his innings batting at seven and we're not putting quite as much pressure on him. OK, so there's folks and Ali, six and seven. Um, then it gets really interesting, doesn't it? Because you've still got to fit in Sam Curran if he plays. You've got to fit in Jack Leach. You've got to fit in Adil Rashid. You've got to fit in Jimmy Anderson. But does Stuart Broad play? Do England go in with three spinners again? Do they need four seamers? Um, who bats at eight? Uh, this is where it does get messy. Um, and this is where... You need to see the surface. Um, the covers were on when we were there today, so you can't fully get a feeling of it. Uh, my gut feel is that Sri Lanka, they've got to win the Test match. They have to, to win the series. So they have to have a result surface. Now, that doesn't mean to say they're going to rig it. It's going to be over in two or three days, regardless. But I'd be amazed if they try and take England on with their seam bowlers. So I think it still has to show an element of spinning which then probably leads you down the path that you have to stick with your same thought process as we did at goal. So you're going to go Curran 8, Rashid 9, Leach 10, Anderson 11. Unfortunately, and I can't believe I'm saying it, Broad misses out. Well, not only Broad, Bairstow. Essentially, you tweak the, you tweak the batting line-up, but you go in with the same team that won the first test. There is there's logic there, isn't there? But... There'll be Stuart Broad and Johnny Bairstow sitting on the outer um, and taking us right back to the start of this podcast. They're not going to be happy, and it's how you manage that uh, and the expectations moving forward. It's not just whether they're happy or not. It's the effect they have around the group. Now, are, you know, is Ben Foote's going to be sort of <laughs> training or, or, or getting warm for the game, the morning of the game, and feeling a little bit on edge and and very much out of place because Johnny Bairstow um, finds himself left out. And it might not be Johnny that's creating an issue. I'm not saying he would for a second. But, again, it's that whole extra psyche that we're adding that didn't need to be added. Um, and the one thing we know about these these players that are playing for England at the minute, generally all pretty good blokes. You know, there's not anybody that gets reported for being, uh, oh, he's, he's a bit of a Charlie halfway and he's not a pleasant fellow and so on and so forth. They're all pretty good fellas, so they will have that amount of empathy for what's going on, which we don't want their mind to be taken away from the job in hand. I'm not saying it will massively, but if there's an element of it, it's an element that ideally we don't want around. I'll let you catch your breath. We're walking up quite a steep hill. Um, why don't we pause uh, and listen to uh, Sam Elliott? He's been out and about. The England fans are here uh, en masse. That was part of the problem with Candy. Half of them thought they were staying at one hotel and they've all been... Uh, Sent all around this uh, beautiful, beautiful town, and uh, Sam caught up with one of them. Yeah, thank you very much, John. Here at the Palakali Stadium, beautiful day. Been watching England training this morning ahead of that second Test match, and I'm with two massive, massive England fans who are here for the first Test match. Guys, thank you very, very much for your time. Just to introduce yourself, Tim and Jane. And guys, you're here for the first Test match. Um, it went pretty well, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it went very well. Yeah, really pleased uh, with the game, obviously. Um, and um, we, we we stayed in a hotel just north of um, of uh, Gaul, and we got the train in. And um, so it dropped us right outside the stadium, which was, I, I must admit, I, 
I would like to think I booked it that way, but I didn't. <laughs> what sort of stuff did you guys get up to in uh, Ingle? Uh, well, the, our hotel that we were in was just down the coast, as my husband and said. Right on the beach. Right on the beach. So we were able to go swimming and, and uh, a bit snorkelling in the sea. Yeah. Um, I met a load of guys there who were also at the cricket. And, um, yeah, we just basically had a fun time. Yeah, and the snorkelling was great. You know, you literally only have to walk in a couple of feet and there was, you were surrounded by fish. Mm. It was amazing. There were some guys feeding them a bit of popcorn. But, you know, I'm not a big snorkeler. I don't particularly like the water. But there, you know, you can't miss them. You absolutely can't miss them. And have you guys been on other tours around around Australia, New Zealand, Pakistan? Yeah, I went to Australia for the full series last year. So how would you how would you compare Sri Lanka and what, what are the pros and maybe even some negatives of, of Sri Lanka compared to other places that you've, you've watched cricket? Oh, crikey. Um, well, obviously... 75 rupees a beer rather than uh, £7.50 a beer in Australia for a similar size glass. It's not a full pint, but, you know, I, I can live with that. Although, you know, don't need to drink loads, but tempered us a bit in Australia. Um, obviously, we lost in Australia. We didn't win a game, so we've won a game here. That makes, you know, a little bit. But I really enjoyed Australia. Really enjoyed I can't believe how serious their cricket fans are. You know, we sat amongst them all because we didn't get sort of corporate tickets or anything. We just sort of booked them and um, we're amongst the Australian fans and they're deadly serious about the cricket. I couldn't believe it, really. I mean, the riches are not. And they can sing a little bit and match the Barmy Army, but not a patch on the Barmy Army, generally. Just one question now, onto the actual cricket itself, a brilliant win in the first Test match. Yep. Going into the second Test match here at Palakali, we think the pitch might be a bit quicker, a bit more pace and bounce in it. Are you expecting any changes to the starting eleven? Um... Yeah, yeah. I think they'll probably might just drop a spinner then. Um, whether it'll be Rashid, he didn't bowl particularly well in goal, but that's Rashid. If he's not, you know, I think he's a form bowler. He's a moment bowler, and he can bowl that wicket-taking delivery. Where, but Moen four wickets in each innings, and the other left armour did pretty well. So, I, I, but I think drop one of the spinners and and then bring Bairstow because I think we've got three quicks but that leaves then leaves Broad out so uh, it's a tough Thanks to Sam Ellard there and Gareth Batty that's pretty much all we've got for you today tomorrow's show will come from Palakele Stadium and we will hear from both the England and Sri Lanka camps this has been following on and to never miss an episode be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app see you tomorrow Hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. At TalkSport, we absolutely love it when our fans get stuck in. That's why we want you to join us in The Dugout, a brilliant new TalkSport listener community. It's the place where you can tell us what sports you're into and who your favourite teams are. And tell us what you think we could do better, like big guests and new sports and that. You could win an Amazon voucher for taking part. What are you waiting for? Visit TalkSport.com dugout and get stuck in. 18 plus, terms and conditions apply.